0: Greetings everybody, greetings everybody Welcome to the Sports Business Podcast I am your host Eric Compton, a.k.a. Mr. Town Business, a.k.a. Money Compton Appreciate y'all taking the time out to listen to the greatest podcast in the world, because if you don't set yourself up to be the greatest, then who else is going to pump you up? So shout out to everybody that tuned in. This podcast is available on all platforms. So Google, Spotify, Stitcher, my main people's over at Apple's Anchor for housing us as always. Shout out to everybody uh, for keeping things together. But yeah. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Money Compton. You can also find us on the Twitterverse. That's S-P-R-T-Z-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. You can also find us on the website sportsbusiness.com. You can also email us at sportsbusiness at gmail.com as well. Now that we done got the admin stuff away, I hope everybody had a great weekend. Um, I had a great weekend. Uh, it was popping. But, yo, I, I didn't realize that the MTV Music Awards was or Video Awards was on. Um, I don't know if anybody even really watches award shows, but Why in the hell was it on, like, every single channel that Paramount owns? It was on, like, Spike TV or Paramount Channel, whatever that channel's called now, the Paramount Channel. They had it on BET, they had it on Nickelodeon, they had it on VH1, like, they had it on legitimately every single channel, thinking that people wasn't going to tune in to Sunday Night Football, but nevertheless, um, I don't even know who won what, nor do I really care, so... Um, yeah, shout out to everybody who watched the music, music video awards, but yeah, that's kind of played out and nobody really cares, but <clears throat> I know what people do care about is the fact that <clears throat> we have football and football is back, baby. We have week one of the NFL. Yo, I'm happy that fans are like attending games, but man, looking at anywhere between 60 to 80,000 people in these packed stadiums, whew, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I plan on attending some football games, but that's further down the line this season. So just looking at things right now, I'm just like, ooh, yeah. I feel it, though. You know, if you all want to get out there and, you know, support your team and your business. But, you know, I just definitely want to talk about some NFL winners and some losers. So we're going to start with the winners last uh, between Thursday all the way till yesterday. Man, the winners I got right now are the Saints. Um, the Saints came in um, with a lot of adversity. They weren't able to have their home open in New Orleans. Again, to the people who have been affected by Hurricane Ida, my thoughts and prayers go out to you. Um, I know the American Red Cross has set up something for sending a text message out where it'll be a $10 donation that goes to the victims that uh, happened in Ida for Hurricane Ida. So make sure y'all go ahead and do that. Um, and I'm pretty sure there's all different types of resources where if you want to show some love. You know, give them give them a little piece of change or something like that to help them out, you're more than welcome to do so. But they weren't able to have their home opener in the Superdome last night or yesterday. So they had to play at Jacksonville. And you know, a lot of people were trying to figure out why did they pick Jacksonville out of all places to play against the Green Bay Packers. Apparently the Saints executives, they kind of went and wanted to see what would make the Green Bay fan base, what was the most inconvenient location from Green Bay, Wisconsin. All the way around here in america and they figured out that it was jacksonville florida so basically they made the game in jacksonville because it was like a reverse jedi mind trip they kind of basically didn't want the green bay fan base to be able to have a convenient travel space to jacksonville i've lived in jacksonville um and i'll just leave it at that i've lived in jacksonville um i was stationed there um so yeah i'll just leave it at that <laughs> But the Saints, I mean, for them to have so much adversity, they haven't been home in about two weeks. I think they played the last preseason game, even on the road. They've been training out of Dallas. I don't know what their itinerary is or what their ETA is as far as being able to come back home, back to New Orleans. But for them to be able to go on the road, have a neutral site win, and beat up on the Green Bay Packers 38-3 to with Jameis Winston looking like a baller, looking like a former Heisman Trophy winner, throwing five touchdowns, like... I mean it, didn't, it looked like you know maybe they should have pulled the trigger on Jameis winston last year as opposed to drew Brees. so <clears throat> it was very 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 um a, sh- a shocker for me i thought green bay was going to be able to figure it out i thought green bay would have the advantage because they have been able to practice at their own facility um, and all they had to do was just basically prep to go to jacksonville have a, a business trip down there and do what they needed to do they literally look they look bad um, they looked like they had a deer in the headlights mind you they've had a whole bunch of off-season issues with Aaron Rodgers how he wanted out how he was ready to leave there's a whole bunch of commotion Devontae Adams uh, the, their star wide receiver who's quite arguably possibly the best wide receiver in the game he also wanted out um, so they didn't really have a lot of off-season training not to mention their backup Jordan Love <clears throat> they don't even know if this guy is even the future right now because now they're having buyers remorse even drafting this cat so just a whole bunch of days of our lives the bold and the beautiful general hospital soap opera stuff going on over there in west canton um and they couldn't get it together now aaron Rodgers was like yo it's one bad game we got 16 games left i don't know bro you kind of kind of messed up my fantasy football yesterday because i had you starting that quarterback and all i need you to do is get like 10 points and you couldn't even do that so um yeah so shout out to the saints they they came in they put it they put the hurt business out on uh on the Packers and they did the thug fizzle so I want to see what the Saints are able to do next game see what Jameis Winston can do as far as a great game, opening season game opening weekend and see what they do as far as the Packers go I mean the NFC, and the NFC Central and I'm going to get to them as far as you know later on the show but it was this is the, if, if this is the Packers year to uh, to 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 pounce on the rest of the weaker division in the NFC Central, this is this is the year. But I don't know if this is I, I don't know right now. Um, I know it's overreaction Monday. There's a lot of emotions. You know, have to leave there's you know there's 16 teams that are 16 fan bases that are happy. There's 16 fan bases that are probably hitting the break the case of emergency panic mode. So, um, Green Bay, I definitely have them as my losers. The Saints, they they shocked a lot of people. Um, my I'm also other winners. The Arizona Cardinals, AKA the, 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 the big 12 seven on seven passing league type of Clint, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, the head coach, um, you know, the passing league, they got the, the air raid type of offense with Kyler Murray. They went into Tennessee and they did that. does a little as well, beat them, beat them bad. beat them really bad. 38 to 13. I didn't see that coming because Tennessee, I believe if I'm not mistaken, they were just a couple of games away from the Super Bowl last last postseason as well. You have King Henry, who's a 2,000-yard uh, running back. They acquired Julio Jones. Yo, I'm just thinking about my fantasy football yesterday. Man, like, they played bad. Aaron Rodgers didn't do nothing. Derrick Henry didn't do nothing. Julio Jones didn't do nothing. Those three people right there are probably, quite frankly, the best, best positions, best players in the positions, and they, they played bad yesterday. So, I got one more person coming in tonight, Darren Waller. I hope he's able to get get me out of this hole that I'm in, but we'll see. But yes, I go back to the the Cardinals and the Tennessee Titans. I thought Tennessee was going to be able to put the hurt business on the Arizona Cardinals. Turns out not to be the case. Arizona going from a West Coast team to the East Coast, playing at an early time slot. And for them to be able to just make a statement win for that. It put the the rest of the NFC uh, West on blast, and if you think about it, Kyler Murray didn't get hurt with that shoulder injury, there's really no telling what the Arizona Cardinals was able to do. Now, as far as the Tennessee Titans go, um, I expect them to be better, but at the same time, they're in a a sorry division. Like They play in the NFC South, which is probably the worst division in football, Um, but I'm really disappointed in what I saw. Um, but the Arizona Cardinals are huge winners. I would also say the LA Rams, a lot of hype has been on LA Rams because they got Matt Stafford last, this past season. Um, and you know, even with the fact that I believe they're running back acres towards Achilles before the season started, there was a lot of naysayers. They already have the best defense, but for them to put the hurt business on, on the Chicago bears, the way they did, and the bears have a above average defense. That showed a lot as well too. So I, those are some just highlights as far as what I I was super duper impressed. Um, you know, you still got a couple of tidbits like Miami, New England the Miami New England game was pretty interesting with Mac Jones and Tua tonga um And then there's also just some duds like the Denver, uh, the Denver Broncos against the New York Giants, like yuck, um, <laughs> yuck for real. Because you got Danny Nichols out here that can't can't do nothing, and this is you know I, I'm pretty sure the giant fan base out there in New York. You know, times is ticking on, on, on Buddy right now. Like it's, he's, he's gonna, he's, he has no excuses at this point, at the point that this year. So, we'll see how that goes. I like Teddy Bridgewater with Denver. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I like to see little tidbits like that. Those are my, uh, those are my NFL winners. Now we're gonna talk about some losers. Like I said, the Giants, they had no excuses. They spent a boatload of money on trying to get free agents there. Spent a lot of money on getting Danny Nichols. A lot of Offensive weapons didn't happen. They laid an egg last night at home um, to a West Coast team. Then also, just the NFC Central division. Every single team in NFC Central lost last night, Um, yesterday. The Bears got mollywopped. The Lions, I don't know how I feel about that Niners-49ers game. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm not too sure if I'm cool with it, I'm happy with it. Um, I will say this about the 49ers against the Lions, which the 49ers barely won they should have beat them uh they shouldn't the score shouldn't have been that close but a lot of miscues a lot of turnovers a lot of just boneheaded decisions here's what i'm looking at the 49ers and i said this last week on my podcast tell three people by the way tell three people about my podcast i said this last week on my podcast i don't know if a two quarterback system can work in the nfl and History shows that it's never it hasn't really been successful. Um, you had the Tim Tebow, Mark Sanchez experiment that didn't really work. You kind of had somewhat of the Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb experience that was above average. Um, so you've had all of these different experiments. I don't know. I, I'm history for me just shows me that it doesn't work in the NFL until I actually see it work. I'm not gonna believe it. And as far as anybody who's into fantasy football, I'm not touching either one of the 49ers quarterbacks because I don't know who's going to have the hot hand. And if they're going to keep subbing in and out, then what's the point? You know, you're not going to be able to win your fantasy football league. So I, I just don't believe in a two quarterback system, really. It, not even at college, like it just doesn't work. You see the whole Taysom Hill stuff, in, in and 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 that didn't. It's not like it's successful. Um, they they got a couple of gadget plays, but other than that, it's not like it, it it gets you it gets you that much further. So, um, they they had a whole bunch of boneheaded plays. Debo Samuel fumbled the ball at the last minute. Um, so, but the NFC Central was just god awful last night. The Bears just I don't know what the hell Matt Nagy's doing. I mean I kind of understand why he would want. Andy Dalton to be standing up, starting over Justin Fields with this gauntlet of a schedule that they have to face the first month or so in the season. And I know they're trying to protect their quarterback, but man, you gotta you gotta put him in sooner or later. And, and if your job is on the line, it's not gonna work. So I, the Bears just stink. <laughs> the Bears stink. Um, uh, let me see who else who am I trying to go down the list. The, the Packers laid an egg yesterday. Minnesota gave a game away against Cincinnati. But I did tell you all. I have told you all. Cincinnati is going to give if they can stay healthy, they're going to give teams problems. I'm not saying they're a playoff team, but they're going to play hard. They got a lot of youth, they're playing with house money, and I show and I, and it proved to me last yesterday that they got heart. They're not going to they're not going to win a lot of games, but they're going to play every team hard. They got effort, and that's that's what you like to see when you're playing teams. You know, you want to see teams give max effort. The Bengals showed max effort last yes, yesterday and beat the Minnesota Vikings. So, that, that should have been a, 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 a clear-cut decision, easy win for Minnesota, but it wasn't. So the NFC Central, I, I don't know. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans, like, I feel like that's a Pop Warner game. I don't know what Urban Meyer is doing down there in, in Jacksonville. Um, Trevor Lawrence, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's When you've got a cat like Urban Meyer who's known to be just more of a college coach, doesn't usually translate well in the NFL. So I, I don't know what's going to look like. But I do know that Trevor Lawrence needs some damn help on his offensive line. I do know that Trevor Lawrence needs some um, actual legit weapons. Um, and I know that Travis Etienne, his starting running back and his college teammate, is not playing this season um, due to injury. So, eh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what Jacksonville is going to do, but it's going to be a long season out there for Duval. Um, the Washington football team, I, I felt like they kind of low-key. Um, laid an egg um i felt you know even with ryan Fitzpatrick being you know half suffering a hip injury they had taylor heineke who started a playoff game for them last season and played really well i thought that they would be a little bit better and they could actually beat the Chargers of los angeles um, i've always said the chargers find the most way the most charger way of losing football games and they almost did it again yesterday so <clears throat> it, it, it's it's crazy so those are my winners losers of week one of the NFL season. we are got to do this for 17 weeks, y'all. You know i I mean? For 17 weeks doing this. So we're going to have different guests coming on the show. We're going to have all different types of things. So you got any questions, comments, concerns, make sure you're out here emailing the show at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, so then we got tonight, we got my beloved Raiders against the Baltimore Ravens tonight. The home opener, the uh, unofficial, official home opener of the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, first game where they actually have fans that are able to attend the season um, yeah how I feel about that E um, I don't know uh, I, I, one thing that's that's kind of messed up and it's a, a blessing in, in disguise is that man I'm pretty sure if the Baltimore Ravens came knocking at my door right now and asked me to ask for a running back they, they would hire me because they're so short on staff as far as running backs go pretty sure I can get a job with them right now um, and that's just how depleted they are. I, with that, Marcus Peters looks like he's torn his ACL. Shout out to Marcus Peters from my hometown of Oakland, California. Um, I, I just don't know what the Ravens are going to look like this season. But then also, again, I don't know what the Raiders are going to look like this season. Um, this is a great measuring stick for the Raiders to see how well they're due. This should be somewhat of a homecoming game. you got the Raiders who the Ravens who are just depleted in a lot of skill positions. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I feel like this is a pick 'em game. My heart's telling me that the Raiders should win, but I wouldn't be surprised that Baltimore goes in and just just, just annihilates them somehow, some way. Gil Lamar Jackson was a former MVP, Heisman Trophy winner. The dude's a baller. Um, the only thing that's stopping him from balling all the way out is COVID because he just doesn't want to get the vaccine. Dude caught the COVID two, three times already. He still don't want to get the vaccine. So the only thing that's stopping him is COVID. Um, they have a pretty good defense, but with Marcus Peters, who's an all four corner, who once, once was a lead leader in interceptions, he's not playing. It's going to be a long, it's going to be a huge task. We don't know if Josh Jacobs is going to be playing. There was some issues with, I believe, his toe. Now they're saying there's an illness, but not related to COVID. So they don't know what he's going to be looking like this tonight. Um, not to mention, you know, the Raiders, the Ravens don't really have receivers. And you know do the Raiders. I mean, I'm, I'm really gonna be I'm gonna be on henry Ruggs the bumper this year like he this, you gotta you gotta do something you were the first receiver selected in the 2020 draft like you gotta show me something dog and I'm not I, there's no excuses like you're supposed to be the number one receiver you got a ball like you're the number one receiver so we'll see um the defense again like I said outside of the Cowboys secondary I think the the, the Las Vegas Raiders probably have the worst secondary in football. Um, I, I kid you not. I think their secondary is just atrocious. Um, their pass rushing should be a little bit better. They're very, very thin at the linebacking as well. They had to get KJ Wright to come uh, sign for them not recent, just recently. So I don't know what this defense is going to look like. I know they got a new D coordinator, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. Um, so uh, we'll see. So I'm I got I got the I got the Ravens in like 27 to 24 game tonight. Um, like I said, I'm always gonna be a diehard Raider fan, but on this podcast, we keep things a hundred. You know, uh, sometimes you got to put the fandom hat down. You got to put your analyst cap on. So that's what we are doing right here. We are keeping it a buck. You know, it's, it's Raiders till I die. But at the same time, I'm also a realistic. I'm not out here talking about we gonna even make it to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying to, to, to quote the great late Jim War, "Playoffs, what's that?" Um, it's, it's not happening this season. Um, it's just not. So those are my those are my NFL uh, uh, hot takes right now. But another thing that took place over the weekend that kind of had my head scratching a little bit. And the NBA Hall of Fame took place um, this, this past weekend where they um, basically allowed the class of 2021, if I'm not mistaken, into the Hall. Um, and it, I, I it was kind of... I don't know how to explain this. I don't know. Um, I was very, very interested. I, I felt some type of way. I'll put it like that um, about the, the the NBA Hall of Fame. And I ask y'all this: Are we just letting anybody in the damn Hall of Fame? Like, is that where we're is that where we're at right now? Are we just letting anybody in in the Hall of Fame? I'm looking at the class of 2021. You had Chris Bosh um, make to the Hall. Basically, the headlines were Chris Bosh, Paul Pierce, Ben Wallace, Chris Chris Weber, um, as well as uh, Jay Wright as the head coach of Villanova, and then also Bill Russell um, as a coach. You know, shout out to Bill Russell. We got family ties with him. Um, but but I this this class right here, I can understand why Paul Pierce can get in. As much as I don't like to see him in the Hall of Fame, I get why Paul Pierce is in Bosh. He he was on the trajectory of making it to the Hall of Fame if his career didn't get short. So that's one of those you know you know we gonna we gonna let that one slide type of thing. But as far as Ben Wallace goes, dog, I, here's the two, here's here's the gift and the curse of Ben Wallace. If since Ben Wallace is in the Hall of Fame, when Draymond Green's name gets called up for enshrinement for the Hall of Fame, you gotta let him in at this point. Um, their careers are pretty much about the same. Um, not to mention, Draymond Green has two Olympic gold medals now. So that, that's something that they're taking in consideration. Ben Wallace has zero. So now you have to look at it and be like, well, dang, we kind of have no choice but to put Draymond in the Hall of Fame. Like, Draymond may not be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he should be in the Hall of Fame. But the one that kind of was mind-boggling to me was C-Webb. Like, <clears throat> what, what took him so long? And I know the whole shindig with... With Michigan, you know the University of Michigan, with the Fab Five and all that stuff goes. But C Web, I, 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 I he should have been in the hall, but you know. And then I looked at you know, and this is this is neither here or there. But they also put like the International Committee Direct Elect Tony Ku coach, huh? Like he was good in Croatia, and he got blasting in the in the, the ninety two Olympics games, but huh? I mean he was straight. But if we're gonna do that, then put um uh our venus bonus in there if we're taking the international there he needs to be in the hall of fame so I, I feel like out of all of the hall of fames right now i feel like the nba is just giving anybody a pass just to get up in the hall of fame and it starts making me think is being in an nba hall of famer like is that even like are you is that dope like is it dope or nope um because i feel like it's just a participation award as long as you got like four or five all-stars um selections, you gotta you you won a championship or you wanna you've made it to a couple of all NBA teams and whatnot, And you're gonna be a shoe and fit. I'ma start being like, well, okay, how about Michael Red? Are we gonna put Michael Red in the Hall of Fame? Um, you know, there's a whole bunch of people that you can start saying that should be a Hall of Fame. Is Paul George a Hall of Famer? That's what we're gonna do. Sit there and and send us an email on the show. Who you think she, who who who's one of those on the cusp guys that just these rando names, like are we gonna let Tony Delkin in, in the Hall of Fame? Just these randos. Um, that are just going to be able to get into the Hall of Fame. So I just thought it was just very, very odd, especially coming after a year where the 2020 Hall of Fame had KG, Tim Duncan and Kobe going into the Hall of Fame. Like those are bona fide. Yes. Um, I don't know who's up for next year's uh, Hall of Fame, but I mean, it, are you going to put Rip Hamilton in there? Is Richard Hamilton going to be an all star or a Hall of Famer? Take time friends. Uh, Chauncey Billups? Uh, it, it's, I, I don't get it. Um, it, it. To me, I feel like the NBA Hall of Fame, they, 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 the, the, the selection committee needs to do, to really revamp these standards. And then also, what's not doing any favors is that it it's only takes you four years after you retire as opposed to five years with other sports. So just, just something to keep your eye on. I don't know. I just felt some type of way. Maybe it's just because Paul Pierce is in the Hall. I don't know. But... And it was just a lack, to me, it was just a lackluster class coming up off of one of the greatest classes of all time, uh, the 2020 class that, um, yeah, it was just, I don't know, it was just doo-doo on a stick, if you ask me, so just interesting, just really, really weird, but, you know, basketball's about to start up in about in about six weeks, so we got basketball coming right around the corner, so at the end of next month is when, or really the middle of the next month is when training camp will start ramping up, so, um, yeah, I'm not really feeling the Basketball Hall of Fame right now, so. Yeah, uh, email the show and tell me who you are. Give me a rando name that should be in the Hall of Fame. Man, that rhymes too. Um, so, hope everybody enjoyed the show. Like I said, this podcast is available on all platforms now. Without saying, man, it's time to do the Sports Business Podcast Dummy the Day. I feel like this show went by fast. We out here moving, moving. We keeping it moving on the show today. So, time for the Sports Business Podcast Dummy the Day. We do this every Monday look at the world of what's going on, try to find something to hone in on and be like, bro, what was you thinking? I saw this on Instagram this morning and this dude has been so irrelevant, I forgot that he was even a thing. And that is one Conor McGregor. Apparently Conor McGregor went to this thing called the MTV Music Video Awards that nobody watches, but people attend, I guess still, but whatever. What was he doing there? Apparently, I guess, and Machine Gun Kelly, another person that I forgot about. So two irrelevant people um, I guess Machine Gun Kelly wanted a picture with Conor McGregor. McGregor was like, nah, um, and then they kind of got into it and then, then McGregor out here throwing jinx at people, having to get held back. First of all, Conor, you need to sit your ass down somewhere. Excuse my language, ladies and gentlemen, but you need to sit down somewhere. My man, you don't need to be picking any fights with anybody when you just lost four out of your last five fights. Not to mention, the last time we saw you, you was on your, you was sitting down with a broken leg, going one, your leg was going one direction, and your body was going another direction. So, don't be you doing all these pouncing and the and whatnot when you can't even stand on your two feet. So that's number one. Number two, at the end of the day, you kind of ain't got no street cred because you every time you get into a fight, you get knocked out or you get choked out. I don't know what Machine Gun Kelly street cred is. I don't know if he can fight or not, but at this point. I'm probably going to pick Machine Gun Kelly because every time we've seen you step into a ring an octagon or any type of combat sport, you get getting put on your back. So you need to take several teats down. Chill out. You need to lay low. So, again, I don't know if this is a publicity stunt for people, for, like, myself to even say his name. I really hate to, like, give people credit when I really just ain't feeling them. But I saw that tonight, I was just like, oh, yeah, he's still a—he's he, he's around. Like, I, I forgot about him. Um, and then in my mind, I was like, "Where's he been? And I was like, oh yeah, he, he lost and was out here acting like a plum fool after he got his leg broken. So whatever. But Connor McGregor, Connor McGregor, you definitely get the sports business podcast dummy today. Um, I'm not really one of these celebrity boxing matches, but if it does happen, I got my money on MGK because his bones seem to be a little bit stronger than yours. And you don't seem like you have been drinking a lot of milk in your life. Which I heard like Irish milk and butter and stuff was like really, really good, too. So I don't know. But Conor McGregor, you definitely get the Sports Business Podcast. done got me the day. Uh, yeah, man, like go back into hiding somewhere because the world was actually a little bit better off without talking about you. So um, anything for likes, anything for clickbait. So anything to chase the clout, I get it. But yeah, man, go sit down somewhere. But other than that, man, we're going to run this back next week. We're going to go and take a deep dive into week two. Um, anything else that happens in this crazy world of sports? Once again, my, once again, my name is Eric Compton, aka Mr. Town Business. Hope everybody enjoyed the show. Again, this podcast is available on all platforms: Google, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple. You can Google us, email us, tell me what you think as far as the NBA uh, NBA Hall of Fame goes. Who's in? Who's not? Uh, you know, I'm gonna throw some other weird names out there: Jason the Jet, Terry. Uh, Tayshawn Prince uh, you know Michael Red, Rip Hamilton uh, give me some names out there that you'd be like the most random name that could possibly go in the Hall of Fame it's Sweet Lou Williams with his famous chicken wings down there in Magic City is he a Hall of Famer so I love to just change things up I appreciate y'all taking the time out to listen to the podcast other than that we out y'all stay safe love one another and we'll run this back next week we out